0: Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth, shifting you into higher consciousness, a show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden Kim include bold topics, interviews with inspiring guests, experts, and celebrities, intuitive readings, channeled messages, mental health awareness, and hot topics to expand your awareness. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity on purpose discussions and magical moments
1: hi everybody it's kim and eden with talk to purpose and truth hey eden
0: hi kim welcome everybody thanks for listening
1: i'm yes, excited I'm excited here. for
0: yeah i'm excited for this new for this next guest
1: yes i'm very excited we're gonna <laughs> go right into it so yeah um you guys all know that eden and i watch a multitude of of reality shows usually and uh my husband i i joke because he you know he jokes around when the guys are asking him who they think are going to win the super bowl he'll be like well i'm worried about who's breaking up with who on vanderpump rules and the guys the guys (laughs) look at him like okay uh i think he even came on and talked to sheena about that on a past episode yes and so um we found this reality show produced by jimmy fallon called clash of the cover bands on e and adam lambert is one of the judges i love him so much and have followed him since american idol and you know saw him with queen and saw him solo and megan trainer and there's like um I think um, Twitch is the host and there's some great people. Yeah. And one of the winners of one of the episodes really just inspired me and caught my eye. And I was like, maybe if I find her on social media, she'll come on our show. <laughs> and we just got lucky. So um, Erica Mowell is a Lady Gaga impersonator or a lady gaga tribute artist i like to say um because she has her own gifts and talents and um she won that episode over a guy who was impersonating elton john and we get to have her on our show today so welcome erica hi thank you so much for that introduction that was so sweet (laughs) yeah and i i feel even more honored because she just told us that she literally just moved And moving is like one of the top three stressors and you managed to find time to be on the show. So thank you. Of course. Of course. Honestly, I,
2: I love everything that you guys talk about on your shows. And I was going through, you know, some of the things that you've posted and I went, yes, like, why aren't we talking about more of this? This is so like, I, I'm really passionate about finding your purpose and talking Mm -hmm. about it because I mean. What else is there?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, good. Um, well, that's, yeah. it's so, it's very serendipitous that you got magnetized to us and yeah. us to you. And so, how did you get started performing? I know I watched your story on the show and you just had so much drive and tenacity. But what I liked also is that you were very vulnerable about what your insecurities were in the past and how you overcame them. So, can you tell us a little bit about your story? Yeah.
2: So I started doing um, musicals growing up and I was always someone that was drawn to the theater and wanting to entertain people. Um, Socially, I was extremely awkward and very much uh, introverted. But I felt like even just like around my family, I'm like, why is everyone staring at me? I feel like I have to do something. (laughs) And so I had this like, Um, urge to just like say, okay, well, if you're going to look at me, like I'll just make a weird face or (laughs) (laughs) like, I just don't, it was sort of this um, uncomfortability that I just always had, even as a child where I was aware, just so aware all the time of people looking at me or um, asking me questions. And I just felt like, I think I'm supposed to entertain you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh And it just started becoming, um, I was really close with my family. Um, and I, I grew up just being at home all the time outside, um, and playing with my sisters and, you know, the neighbors. And I would always just like, I'd say, okay, we're going to do a play today. And we're going to talk about this issue and how like we share our toys and like, how you always so making- a, like, like an <laughs> adult.
0: So like, yeah. yeah, yeah
2: I was like, I felt like I was babysitting also myself
0: mm. where I'm like,
2: I go, okay, I need to learn something. And when I can put it visually into a scene, I was always making scenes and skits even when my parents would drop me off um, to the neighbor's house, they would say, okay, have fun. And then they'd come to pick me up and I'd go, okay, here are your tickets and your brochures and (laughs) sit down. And we had like this whole show and they're just sitting here going, what? Like you did this all Mm day?" And I just kind of followed that through high school. And um, in college, I was studying theater and acting as well as directing and I loved I loved looking at people and observing them in their natural habitat and being able to say what are they thinking about as they're going through the lunch line or they're walking to class and we were just taught to be so aware and observant of everything about a person and then I started going oh my gosh what about myself Mm-hmm. What do people see from me all the time? How do I stand? How, you know, do I toss my hair? Do I um, you know, how do I eat? How do I breathe even? <laughs> um, and I just I became so obsessed and just in love with finding out objectives and intentions of why people do things, why they are the way they are, and Um, What causes what? And I just I loved being in school and finding Gaga was actually just she was a character that became someone that I just began studying for 10, 11 years (laughs) by accident. It was totally by accident, Um, but consciously a choice because I wouldn't want to study anyone else.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so I, I yeah, I feel like that was also like a calling for you, like mm-hmm. you felt ca- called to her.
2: Yes, yeah. She's very um she's very self-aware. And yes. I think she's also someone that um I just I resonate with everything that she says, everything that she represents, where I go, Yes, like this is this is what I'm t- too afraid to say a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And being able to have someone say it, you're just like, thank you. Like I needed to hear this. (laughs) And growing up in college and everything, you know, you want to, um, you want to discover who you are. You want to know your purpose. And there's a sense of the calling and having that, okay, this, I really like this. And I feel like I'm good at this. And I feel like I'm drawn to this and there's a reason for that, because that is your calling. And if you keep hanging up the phone, it's going to keep calling. So you <laughs> might as well look up and say, what do you want? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah.
0: yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah. Because, okay, so Eden, you the- had... Wait, yeah. I-, I remember. That makes me think of you, Eden, because I know that you... You know, Eden is a medium and you had many years where you were like, even though it was your calling, you would hang up the phone and be like, "Nope, nope, I'm going to do this. Nope. I'm going to do this until you were like, okay, this is really what I'm supposed to step into. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and
0: I know the difference, the way it feels too. All the other things that I tried were like forced and it was about money making money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But this is like, it the I don't even have to think about the money. It just it just flows because I know I'm doing yeah. what I'm meant meant to be doing.
2: Do you feel yeah. like the universe puts things in your life that allows you to continue? Like you you yes. don't, you're like okay I don't know how I'm gonna figure this out. I'm gonna spend all my money on dancers and band and costumes and just I mean maybe it's different for you, <laughs> but. Where you just you plan this huge thing and you're just you don't think about the how you Mm -hmm. just think about the why. Right. I have to do this because this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And it just happens. And it's just this magical thing. Right.
1: Absolutely. Like they asked Oprah in an interview, they said, Oprah, why do you do what you do? And she said, I can't not do it. It's just, I'm pulled. Like, I'm just magnetized to do it. It's just like breathing, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, you don't even need to. You have enough money. But it's just like breathing. So, you know what I mean? So, it, it's yeah. uh, it's so beautiful, though, when someone gives in to that and allows it in. Because um, I think so many people focus on what they can't do or they think they shouldn't do, and then they don't find their purpose or they don't allow it in.
0: Or they have the disapproval from their parents that, you know, what they they really want to be doing, it's not, it's not good enough or, you know, it's the status around that is, is not as, it's not as high or, (laughs) yeah. And yeah, so then they go for something else, what they think they should be doing according to what other people think they want, they want for them. So totally. mm Mm-hmm. So do you feel like that now with what you're Um, doing? Yes.
2: So just to touch on the parent thing, because I would never, my parents are so supportive of, if I told them I was going to be a couch potato, they'd say, okay, you'll figure it out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They're super supportive, but I do, there there were um, moments that they said, okay, but do you have a backup plan? And they go, Do you, you know, do you know what that means? And I just said, I go, no, because there is no backup plan. And I said, (laughs) I never forget this day. My dad will never forget it. Is I said to my dad, I said, Dad, I don't know how. I just know I'm gonna make it. Yeah. And I'm gonna be fine. Yep. And I think when you make a backup plan, you're already setting yourself up for I'm not going to make it. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And it's that doubt in yourself that you're putting out there. I don't want to fail. And I don't think that people should put out the things that they don't want, but they should put out the things that they want and focus on that because you're, you're putting out into the universe. Like I want this, I need to be here. This is what makes me happy. And you're you're putting that frequency. I always talk about we're made of water and water is a conductor of energy. And I'm like, we're just bags of energy wandering yeah. around. And everything that we charge ourselves with, like we pass on to others and we pick up other people's energies. So I'm always like, just be positive, say what you want don't think about, you know, what can go wrong, because when you think about what can go wrong, it'll go wrong. (laughs) Murphy's law. You just, you can't, you're like, no, that doesn't exist in my world. You have to make your own world. And regardless of, you know, acceptance from parents or approval from other people, your reality in your life is determined by your thoughts, Mm
1: -hmm. your
2: interpretation of your reality and when you can say i'm happy or i feel this is this is bringing me joy this is bringing me purpose and other people joy that is that's success yep money can't buy that yeah i i have been rich i've been dirt poor and i'll tell you right now i am so much happier dirt poor (laughs) (laughs) like I'm just gonna say it because it's like I when you have all this money and um the everything that you think you want it's it that doesn't buy you happiness and it doesn't solve any problems that really matter um right and when you don't have your health that was actually um A point in my life when I had, I actually had skin cancer Mm. and I was 22. It was horrible. It was just like, I'm sorry, what? Mm
1: -hmm. I didn't hear
2: what you just said. Like, you know, the room goes foggy, um, but I had everything. I was like, I'm in all of these shows in Las Vegas and I have all this money that I've saved and, and I'm living the life that I want. And now I'm sick. Mm. And it was, It was devastating because I go, wow, like this is so eye opening that I can have everything that I I thought I wanted, but I'm so unhappy and scared to death. And it was just that's when I was like, you know what? I'm not going to work myself to death anymore. I'm going to say no. I'm going to do what I want and feel called to do because I could die tomorrow. I could die at the end of this interview. I don't know. Playing could fall through my my roof. Like you just don't know. And yes. finding your call. I'm sorry. I'm like blabbering. It's very inspiring. <laughs> so no, it like, i love this topic because it's so it's so important for people to to listen to what's calling them and to say, okay, I'm listening. You know, you know what you love. Go there. I forget who said that. Oh my gosh,
0: Somebody Gaga, not Gaga. Oh, <laughs> it's a yoga guy.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, it's horrible. Was
2: it? Is it Rumi?
1: No, it might be. That's okay. okay but um, yes. have you met her, Lady Gaga? I have. Okay, but
2: not in the sense that I call it a meet cute. I don't know if anyone know do you know what a meet cute is? No. Okay. No. It's it's a moment in a movie where like the two love interests like meet and it's it's by chance you know serendipity. Um we had a we had a meet cute where I was walking, we were in Boston. I was not supposed to see her concert. Um, my boss actually surprised me with tickets because she goes, hey, I got tickets and you told me you couldn't afford these and you had a show that night. So I'm just going to give you these. And I went, shut up. (laughs) 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 Manifesting. I'm telling you. right?
0: I'm
2: going to go. I just don't know how I'm going to make it. I was performing in Salem, New Hampshire, and my show ended – pretty much like 45 minutes before her show started. And oh I my god, drive. Yep. So my boss was like, figure it out. <laughs> and I go, holy crap. So I left the stage full costume.
1: There's mm. no time to
2: change. Why would I?
1: Right. Because I look,
2: <laughs> you know, whatever. So I leave, I'm like full sprint heels in the parking lot, drive to Boston and we get in through, So she had her first like set of songs, and then I come running in during a blackout in the stadium, uh, in the rafters, you know, nosebleeds because I'm cool, and the people around me were like, "Oh my god, Lady Gaga's making her next entrance up here!" And I, (laughs) no, 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 (laughs) because I was in like full costume and wig. And you know, they have security like rushing me down to my seat, and I'm in full costume. And they're going because she had just left the stage, so they're like, Oh, how
1: did she get up? Oh here? my god, and I was like
2: they go, Are you really her? Are you really her? And I have all these camera phones on me, and I was just like, No, no, and I was like, Oh boy. And then she comes back out on stage, and I went, See, that's her. <laughs> I was like, It's not me. That's
0: and not funny.
2: Sorry, I didn't hear you so like I just forgot about that but that was really funny oh my gosh Um, yeah after after the concert I went to visit my friend who was performing um, next to the house of blues and she goes come do a Gaga song or two it would mean the world to me and I said okay so I went over there and I started singing born this way and this is after Gaga's you know Joanne tour at, um, Fenway stadium. Mm-hmm. And she was the first woman to have a concert there, by the way, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, yes, finally. doing things that, you know, should have been done. How long
1: ago? Right. Um,
2: <laughs> but she was actually doing a surprise performance at the house of blues next door to where I was singing which was right across from Fenway I had no idea I had apparently I had walked past her and she was inside and the doors have these like weird doors that open up kind of like a garage and she walked past one and waved at me in this Ah. this blue gown and I just was like hey girl I was like I don't know you (laughs) and I kept walking because I couldn't see her I just saw like someone waving and trying to get my attention and I was like I go hi yes and I went oh they probably think I'm Gaga and I shouldn't have wore this like oh my gosh and it was her it was her because I come outside and people are like Lady Gaga's coming out right now and there's just all of these fans like Uh cameras i still to this day like i i get mixed feelings about it because it was a traumatizing moment and also like this holy shit she's right there. i'm so sorry right okay out. It's fine.
1: um but it was like she gave you her approval yeah i felt
2: like she she got into her limo and she saw me and she was like it's you and i'm like holy crap, <laughs> like, are she's you talking, talking to you? And I'm like, hi. It was just so, oh, and then she comes out the roof. I have a video of this. I'll have to, I'll have to show you. But she comes out of the roof of her limo and she reaches her hand out as she's driving by and she touches my hand.
1: Oh, oh. oh
2: so away. this is why it was a meet cute because I go out of anyone. She touched my hand. She was looking at me. And I had an American flag, which I actually have right here. I uh-huh. um, and I'm like crying into my American flag, like oh, like, I can't believe that happened. Like oh this my is that's how I that is exactly how I wanted to meet her. Is a Aww. complete accident, complete serendipity. Yes.
1: Yeah. And I just I love it. It's like a, it's a movie, Serendipity. That kind of stuff it's happens. <laughs> yep. Were you dressed as her at that moment? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's okay. what she, she gave her her approval. You know, we know, um, we know her choreographer, Richie Squirrel, who's been on I pretty know. much every tour with her. He was on our show.
2: Oh, really? Oh, I missed that one. I'll have to watch that one.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. you'll have to go back. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So So, what was it, what was it like performing as her on E, like with millions of viewers?
2: Oh, um, hmm. that is a good question because the majority of the time I'm pretty sure I blacked out from fear. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I say I like got off and I was like, what happened? Because my brain was I I do remember one moment where I was on stage before just dance and I was standing there in my, my mirror suit and the lights were on me and I just went, Oh my God, I'm a disco ball. (laughs) And I was so happy because I go, I could die right now. And this is, this is how I want to go. Like just seeing all of the light rays, it was just, I, I had an out-of-body experience where I just felt this, wow. Like, this is this is how Earth was created.
0: <laughs> it was just,
2: wow. Like, <laughs> and I just, that is something I will never forget because it was a total moment I had in my head by myself. And I just, I'm so glad I took that moment where I was just looking around and there's so much going on constantly, just like people in your ears and- you know, noises, and cameras, and people running all over the place. Um, I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs>
1: no, was that like? was, that was awesome. I mean, I feel like you're inspiring so many of our listeners to live in their purpose more, to find their purpose, to do things that are bolder than they would have before, and I, you know, it's funny, because I have this book um, on the floor by me called The Artist way and um yeah but it's it's um it is it's a great book you can just find on amazon but the reason i'm even bringing it up is it's um it's julia cameron the artist's way but for people out listening that are like god i don't know what my purpose is i don't know like i don't know if i found it yet there's all these great exercises in that book that help you find it and um or if you're in it to let it out even more Um, and so I just wanted to kind of give that book a shout out because it's so in line with what you're talking about, but you just exude so much passion for everything you do. It's so inspiring. And another thing
0: I've noticed too, is that you, you might inspire people to be more present because like that moment you just described, you were so aware of what was going on around you and you just, you were in the moment and that's why it, it was even better for you because you just really pay attention to everything. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Even when you were a kid, you, you talked about that.
2: Yep. And I think it's. Imp- ooh. did I lose you? No, you're, you're here. Keep, you're good. <laughs> it just has this big flashing, like, no internet. And I go,
1: um, oh, story in my life.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, um, you're good. Okay. I, I definitely love, um, I think I even said when Adam Lambert or Twitch or someone asked me, they said, how are you feeling right now? And I was just like, so freaking present. Like I am so aware right now. And that was such a huge, like, I'm so, I felt kind of silly. Like pe- my dad was like, why did you say that? <laughs> I go, because I was totally freaking out and, Um, like even my parents, um, and my family, my closest friends, they know I'm a performer, but I actually struggle with stage fright on like a ridiculous level. It's, it's kind of almost funny. Um, (laughs) it's funny for everyone else. Yeah. Um, but that's actually what my tattoo, um, I don't know if you can see it it says be brave. Oh, Ah, nice. And they showed, they showed it on the show. Um, Hmm. because I have this, this fear all the time when I go out on stage of just like, okay, I have to remember this. I have to be this person. I have to, you know, I have to make sure I connect with the audience. And what is the audience going to think? What is the audience going to want? And there's just this anxiety that just builds and builds and builds. And if I don't get rid of it before those lights come on, it's just, it's so, it's a train wreck.
0: Hmm. It,
2: it's happened. And I just let fear in my head and then they take over. It's like all these voices where you go, shh, shh, shh. shh. Like, like, let me, let me finish. Let me talk. Like, I need, I need you to go.
0: Oh my gosh. You know, they, that makes me think of, do you perform as yourself ever? Because I know you, you said you have to also think about, you have to be someone else. And that's another, um, that adds fear. So I'm just wondering how it is when you perform as who you are.
2: So I try to take lady gaga's character as i would any other character in a theatrical study Mm -hmm. where i the first thing i do is i say how are we alike and what what are the things about you that resonate with me that i can those are those are the things where i go okay this is how we are similar now what is different what what about this person is braver or stronger or weaker or um and then I try to put it together as this is my interpretation of this person it is really hard when and I'm sure gaga can agree with this when you portray an individual that actually exists because it's not yeah. coming from your, imagination it's coming from your interpretation Uh, Mm -hmm. yeah so my interpretation of lady gaga is how how can i show people who i believe she is Mm -hmm. and what i i think of her because i get a lot of the time of um well you should be more weird or you should you know, be more kooky or robotic and I just go, okay. You know, I like I, I I take people's feedback and I go, okay, um, thank you, appreciate it, and have a nice night.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Um and I I think it's it it means more to me when I can I can play her the way I see her because in a way it's more honest. And, um, what's the word? It starts with an A. Authentic. Authentic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You can hear the word just like seeping out of me. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> um, yeah. That authenticity of saying, this is what I believe in, and this is how I'm going to share it to you. Yeah. And to me, Gaga is very much my own poker face. Oh, yeah. I use, uh, utilize, I don't want to say use because I don't like that one. Um, I utilize her image and her music as a way to be the vessel for her message. And she she does a very similar thing where it's, you know, the, the glamour and the lights and the bling, but what it really is about are the words mm-hmm. and why they aren't enough as themselves they have to be sung they have to be danced they have to be felt and I just to me interpreting that and being able to put it as my costumes like when I'm getting dressed I'm like this is this is the fame era or this is the born this way era the art pop shoes where I might, I might once or twice do exactly what she does, but the majority of the time I'm reinventing it and making it my own.
0: And that's why you're so good at it.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Right. Like Adam with Freddie.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: You really have to make it your own because if you try to be, oh my gosh, you can probably see it. But right here on my printer, it says, hey, uh-huh. copy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a bunch of words. I don't know if you can see them all. Like this says, amen, fashion. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I have a bunch of words around um, around my room just as inspiration.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: being um, a copy is everyone. everyone has seen this already. So why, why do exactly that? I want to reinvent it and have people go, wow, I never expected Poker Face to be like that. Mm -hmm.
1: Or yeah, like,
0: sorry, go ahead.
2: (laughs) I haven't talked to people in probably like four days. So I'm just like, (laughs) this
1: is like a therapy session for me, to be honest. I'm just like, oh, "Oh, you're, you're so aligned with what our whole show is all about. (laughs) Yeah. It's perfect. I was going to
0: ask to so you, um, still performing now in Vegas, you still have shows there going? No, no I okay. actually, I have stayed,
2: I've kind of consciously stayed away from Vegas. Um, I was there for about five years and I felt very drained and mm-hmm. um, it's also very oversaturated. And mm-hmm. I said, okay, I have so like so many friends and so many talented artists that I go, you know, I'm going to bring I'm going to bring myself elsewhere where I feel that I'm needed because I don't feel like I'm no longer needed here.
0: Mm -hmm. And you listened to that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I just felt um, I want to take Vegas elsewhere. where, You know, you can have um other people experience vegas without going to vegas um and yeah it's just it's i'm currently i am taking a a mini break (laughs) because i think that it was so much happening um with the show and also just all i i had worked all during covid all during um 2021, just performing every day. Mm. Um, I think I had maybe two weeks off
1: in 2021. Wow. Insane. That is a um,
2: lot. And it just I said, you know what? I'm moving, I need to reset and just take time to just kind of um absorb it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yeah, take it in and just go, okay, what happens? <laughs> how do we feel
1: about it <laughs> yeah and you, you can do places close now you're in florida you can do miami and fort lauderdale and yeah. Orlando. you know all the all the cities in florida that will need you yes and
2: too i don't know if, um you guys know this but russ the elton john that i was um battling for mm-hmm. the final episode
1: he is 40 minutes away from me Oh God, that's so, did you guys know that? When No. Oh my gosh. Had no idea. And this is what I'm
2: talking about with like, put what you want out in the universe. We both were really good friends. Um, we had performed together before
1: oh. and we were just like,
2: we go, oh my gosh, like, you're just like me. Like you care so much about what you're doing down to the shoes. And yeah, like, he is awesome just every detail possible. And I remember meeting him and going, I would love to be on stage with you again. And I need to be on stage with you again. Little did I know it would be on national television. Yeah, (laughs) wow. Holy moly, when they told me, I wish they would have shown this because it was probably the most hysterical moment They probably like died laughing, but they said, do you want to know who you're up against? And I was like, yeah. And they go Elton John. And I just went, we're screwed. I was like, I'm screwed. Cause I, yeah, I had just walked past him and he just did his interview and I was like, hi. And he was like stone white. And I was like, "Okay," I was like, what's going on? Like, are you? And he goes, nothing. And I was just like, can you tell me? And he goes, nope. And I went, and I had no idea. And then they told me, and I thought I was against Madonna or Brittany or something. Yeah. And then they go Elton John. And I was like, like, like that Elton John, because <laughs> I'm screwed. Like I was panicking because. And he- you won. <laughs> yeah. It was a, I mean, you saw my face. I was
1: just like, you didn't even look. Yeah. You're so in the moment and humble about it. You didn't. You didn't realize you had one. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, what is happening? Did he just say my
2: name? <laughs> like, right. Put subtitles under me going like, did he just say my name? What? Because <laughs> he's that good. He really is. And he's right. Now we're like so close to each That's other. So cool. And I'm like, he is so wonderful. <laughs> I go, I just want to continue performing with you and, you know, sharing both Elton and Gaga, they work together so frequently. I know. How
1: so- amazing is that? And I feel well, great. We are out of time. Um, oh my gosh. I wish we had more time. It was just so wonderful and inspiring. And um, I love that you're, you are such an empath and you're just so um, like you're meant to be doing something in the inspiring element as well. Like with, helping people find their purpose or something. I mean, something's coming in addition to what you already do. So um, maybe you're already doing that. But uh, Mm -hmm. thank you so much. Tell everyone how they can follow you and and find out about anything you have upcoming. Oh, uh, yes. So I have an Instagram called the Lady Gaga Tribute.
2: And as of actually today, I just finished producing a full two hour show that I've never done before. Hmm. And I plan on taking it on tour. Um, And you can find my website, uh, theladygagatribute.com. Cool.
0: That's awesome. Will you be in uh, LA, California? I'm going
2: to be everywhere. I am like, it's going to be everywhere. I don't care if I never sleep again. (laughs) I just, I've been putting putting the show together for 10 years and it's, it's like my dream show. And now I feel like this is the, this is the time where I go, okay, I've said everything that I need to say, but now I need to share it because it's just been in this book for so long. And I go, I'm not doing anyone justice
1: by keeping it
2: all to myself. So
1: true. true. Exciting. We'll we'll be there. We'll be there if you come to LA or Orange County or somewhere around California. So we Um, look forward to meeting you in person and hugging you in person.
2: Yes. I'm sorry. I talked so much. I'm just, I, I haven't talked about this in so long. It's so hard. I wish people would talk about this more.
0: It's yeah, no,
1: it's just perfect. So thank you so much. And um, thank thank you everyone for listening. Bye. 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 Nice to meet you guys. (laughs) You too. You too. Thanks, Erica.
0: Thank you for listening to Talk Purpose and Truth podcast. Find out more at talkpurposeandtruth.com and follow us at Talk Purpose Truth on Instagram and Facebook.